You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, welcome to the Wig Hackers Podcast with me, Daniel Coy. I will take you behind the scenes of the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go, so stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wig Hackers Podcast. And uh, do I have a treat for you? I am so excited about this one. Um, so it's it's very hard to get in touch with this woman, just saying on my end, because she is so busy with doing her thing. I want to introduce you the salon business expert. She owns salon concepts. Like guys, you really have to A, check her out first off. Um, because she's transforming the way stylists do hair and how they think about it. Guys, so I want to welcome you, welcome Gina Bianca. Woo, woo, woo. I need a horn. Hawk, hawk, hawk. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you to everyone yeah. listening and spending your time with us. I really appreciate you for taking the time to grow yourself and your business. And thank you, Daniel, so much for having me on your show. Yeah. Okay. So what have you... Let's give them a little synopsis. Give them your little, your little, your little synopsis of you, who you are, how you got started. You know that whole little rundown. Yeah, totally. So I'm a stylist, salon owner, educator, uh, influencer, I guess, but more of an educator than anything. But I've been in the industry for over a decade. Uh, my first decade in the business, I um, graduated hair school. I oh, I was a amazing commission stylist. And then I moved into independent education. I was doing hair in my mom's house. And then I grew that into my first salon where I had an employee based salon, Gina Bianca hair. From there, I really was passionate about education. And I was really having a hard time with employees, but I learned so much in that business. You know, GBH, my first salon was my business school. So for five years, I just had so much experience with um, everything salon ownership, like anything I have an answer for it. If you ever had any questions, uh, I definitely learned so much from that and mostly by fucking up and mostly by failing and really like learning through experience which I think is so valuable for me and I have a quote that I go by it's life is not happening to us it's happening for us and everything crazy that's happened in my life and there's been a lot of crazy stuff I just totally am grateful for because I wouldn't be able to be here and sharing my story and hopefully I can make you feel less alone less icky less weird and just by sharing like all my stuff with you guys it's good for me too it's good for my my soul to share but um after I after I was an employee-based salon, I really wanted to do education and I really wanted to be famous. I really wanted to like make a name for myself in the business. Um, and so I went off and, and became an educator and I built an education business. We were doing million dollars and we were traveling all over the world and teaching and I was everywhere. And it was like a dream come true. Uh, I opened a booth rental salon, the network salon. That salon doubles as a huge education space where we do big, big, big classes, 200 people, and then COVID happens. Uh, so now we're doing online education uh, and we're adapting and it's great. And I have my mastermind group. So I do digital in-person education. I got booth rental, I got employee-based. I worked with a bunch of different brands, had all kinds of experience with them. And now I'm focusing on my own brand and really, uh, really working on being known for business and 
and I really feel like that my experience says it all and I really want to be there to share with you guys. So that's my bird's eye view of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I could talk about any of those huh. topics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first thing that pops into my mind, because, you know, I, I think I'm pretty motivated. How do you stay so motivated? Like, and all the time, like, it's like all the time. <laughs> so it's pretty unhealthy. I mean, I do consider myself a workaholic. If you have been following me or you know me at all, I'm open AF about this, but I actually went to rehab in 2020. I like took some time away and I really needed help. Um, I was struggling a lot with drugs and alcohol and I was struggling a lot with like past trauma in my life. Um, when I was a kid, you know, like a lot of crazy shit happened in my family and in my life. And I was really kind of like asking for help for 20 years, but I never knew how to be like, Hey, I need help. So for me, a way that I kind of run from my pain is in work. So mm -hmm. oh. being a workaholic isn't really like frowned upon because you're so rewarded for it. Um, so when you say like, how are you so motivated? You know, it's a blessing and a curse because it's not really motivation rather than using all the anger and hate and like crazy feelings inside me as power and assertiveness because every emotion has gifts, right? So I kind of have used that and I never knew until I went to rehab and spent six weeks there um, with no phone. Um, I never really learned that, you know? So right now, I think that my biggest thing is subtraction, like getting as much out of my life as I possibly can so I can focus on one or two things. And for me, it's coaching in uh, my mastermind group and my salon, um, which is a lot. Like those are three full-time <laughs> like, jobs. Those are huge. They're three full, full-time. Three full, <laughs> full-time jobs. And it requires a lot of attention, a lot of discipline. Um, and to answer your question, how do I stay so motivated? I think that like, I kind of like built this machine monster that I kind of have to manage now. And what I'm trying to do is be more disciplined. Um, and, and that's my goal. So it's really a blessing and a curse and I'm grateful for it all, you know? So I, I'm not complaining. Trust me. No, I'm just yeah, like, no, no, I, 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 we are kindred spirits as I work 24 seven, seven days a week. I'm always on, I'm always answering my DM. So I, I, a hundred percent answer totally like Can okay so who would play you in the film of your life lady gaga ah I am uh, Lady okay. Gaga. Lady Gaga <laughs> is me. I believe okay. in like freaking weird reincarnation and time doesn't exist. So I feel like I've already been Lady Gaga or Lady Gaga has already been me. Like she's my <laughs> idol. I have her tattooed. Yes. Like, uh. But if, if anyone could play me, I think it would be her, like, cause she's so complicated and passionate and beautiful. And like her mission in life is like so similar to mine. And just like, I just love everything she does. I'm like not obsessed, but I'm like obsessed. Like I'm not creepy. Like no. I've, I did hair on one of her music videos. I never met her though, like in person, like hi, I'm Gina. I would never bother her on set, duh. But I work with her foundation and we do a lot of stuff in Mastermind for her Born This Way Foundation. So I feel like yeah. one day we will cross paths in a way that's like not, like I just love her. Like I like as people follow me and I follow my mentor, she's just one of my mentors. And it's cool to have mentors in different areas. You know, yeah. I consider her not just a pop star. Like I follow what she does in her foundation and stuff. So yeah, Gaga. Uh, okay. I, to be honest, I won't lie. I have been creeping, obviously, to get suited for this. So I saw a lot of her mixed in, like, and I, I, 
Good choice. I like that answer. I love her. You win. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite way to stand when you're doing color? I just hate doing <laughs> behind the chair. <laughs> my, um, next to my person I'm teaching. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Um, okay. What is one thing that you actually do to relax? Like, I know you, you're, you're a workaholic, but it's one thing, like, is there something that you do? Is there a, I don't know. I don't want to say, is there a movie you watch or meditation? What, what What's your thing? So my answer that I want to give is meditation, but I'm not a good meditator. Well, it helps me so much. And when I do it, it's life-changing. But do I do it every single day? No, I suck. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things, and I hate living in Connecticut. If my fiance ever listens to this, which he won't, he literally like builds robots. So he's not going to listen to <laughs> But I hate living in Connecticut, Steve. Can we please fucking move? Like, I hate living here. It's too cold. I have depression. I can't be in this winter season. I hate it. So what I literally love is warm weather. And when it was warm out, what I would do every morning, and you're going to be like, ew, I hate you. And everyone's just like, ew, shut up. But I would get up every morning and I would go for a 3.5 mile walk around this reservoir. And it just to be with nature makes me me. And I feel like it has completed me in so many ways because I hate being outside. I'm like, oh, I hate being outside. But when the weather is nice and I could go outside with my dogs and I walk around the reservoir, I love being around water and nature. And then I'll go on the bike um, from the salon. There's a trail outside and I go on the bike and I do nine miles, which isn't even long. It's really not bad. But I like to see, I go at the same time and I like to see the same people and I wave to them. And I blast my music and I'm just like one of those crazy people on my bike. And then after that, I would go to yoga and they had the COVID stuff. So they did the yoga under the tent. So oh, I would have like this morning of exercise and I, I lost like a hundred pounds doing this. Um, but I had this morning of only me, like it only I mattered. And I would get all this done by 10 o'clock. I would get up pretty early and do it. And I- What time do you wake up? 4.30. Mm -hmm. Now I've been waking up at like five, five thirty, six. Yesterday I woke up at nine because the I, I, I hate the cold. If I mm -hmm. if I had the if you have the gift of living in warm weather, like please oh. like shut up. Sorry, <laughs> I literally like I can't because I would give anything and I want to move so bad, but my fiance is just like so tied to his work and he's so happy with his job, so I won't bitch about it. But I really like, and I was never an outdoor person. I never liked to be outside. Um, this is very new for me over the last two years. And um, I just would give anything to have that life back right now. And I'm struggling, you know, with, I do struggle with like severe depression and nobody yeah. knows. I, I really put it out there in my work and, and kind of hide it and numb it with that. But what I do to relax is take care of myself. I also will lay on the couch for eight hours and watch or play cooking diary, which is an app. It's really, really good. Um, it's like diner dash. <laughs> so it's like a stressful game. Like that's how I relax. And then I also love, um, the like relax is being stressed. <laughs> yeah. And like when Steve and I have a show, like when we have a show that we watch together, that is like my happiness. If we don't have a show that we're like currently in the middle of, 
like we'll watch like full like we have to we have like healthy binge series so like right now we're watching the blacklist and i don't know if you ever watched that show but it's so good i worked on it season three i don't know who i'm talking to clearly like i'm gonna go kill myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when um when uh she went blonde i made her blonde Shut yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah elizabeth keen Ugh, i don't know Anyways, so <laughs> I love you so much. That is so cool. I did not know that information. I knew you did celebrity and stuff, but I didn't do like all my research. Please forgive me. Oh my God. No, are you kidding? Um, no, it was the so worst part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we can, so, I can, I can talk about that for an hour, but not on, oh not, not on the well, podcast. You on my show. You have to come on my show so you can talk about all of your crazy oh. situations that you want to. I'd love it. I would love it. So I'll let you um, can grill me, but on my podcast, I, I kind of keep it more. You grill me. Oh, yeah. I love it. Totally. I love that but you're yeah, watching so the blacklist we, though. Yeah. So we have a show right now, but if we don't have a show going on, our relationship struggles, like we okay. need, we need something that brings us together and connects us. And we do it through shows, vacations and times where we can connect and relax together. And it's kind of just us. Oh. So, um, those are the times when I'm like the most relaxed is when, and all of it, if you can tell has a lot to do with connection and love. Like that's like one of my biggest values and like biggest needs that I have. So like, yeah, pretty much when I can connect with myself and take care of myself and connect with nature or when I can connect with my partner or when I connect with myself and God through meditation. So those are my big relaxation points. I, uh, it's, you can tell there's a change from, there, there's a change from, from like your earlier stuff to now this, like it's a huge, beautiful transformation, like completely beautiful. Just let you, I'm just the outside looking in from, from you know, watching. So I'm I'm proud of you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we only know from this, but I'm dang proud of you. Um, okay, so I know you have a mastermind, right? So give us a little how, a why, how. Give me the full rundown how you got to having a mastermind compared to just like classes. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's a different ball game. Like, oh yeah, I'm, totally. Like, oh. Uh, so give it to me. So mastermind started, so I was doing this course and I'm going to do it again. I just don't know when I'm going to do it. Um, I did this course called master stylist certification. This course, like don't sleep on me people. This course was freaking awesome. And it turned people into six figure stylists, like overnight. It was insane how much of an impact this class had. So I was teaching. So I first started teaching five ways to foil. That was my class. I did. I traveled all over. I did that. Then I realized stylists have little to no idea how to grow their business. They know how to do hair. They're amazing at hair. They do a great job, but they, most of the industry now is booth rental and it is, it is what it is. Like, I don't really I don't have a problem. I mean, I have a booth rental salon. I had a commit, um, not commission. I had a team-based pay salon. So it was an employee-based salon on steroids. And I realized teaching, I would say, how many of you guys know what your pre-book percentage is? No hand. And I understand that a lot of us don't track our numbers and I get it, but we should have an idea of out of every 10 guests, how many are leaving with a future appointment? Because pre-book is the number one way to grow your business. And I know that now people are saying like, don't pre-book or like pre-book only certain people. And I get it. I get what they're saying. But um, if you look at your schedule and 80% of it is full, 
that is great. You've guaranteed money. Um, it's great. And if you book out like 10 years in advance, I understand how that could be stressful, but pre-book is the number one way to grow your business. And there's three ways to grow frequency of visit, average ticket, new clients. This is tried and true business advice that has been given out for many, 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 many years. How can I get people to come in often, spend a lot more money and tell all of their friends? Like that is, that is it. There's no big secret. It's the execution of it, right? So I have all this information in my head. I'm running a successful salon. I'm out here teaching foiling, which in my life, I, I say like, I have so much more to offer than showing people how to put foil in someone's head. And that is not, downing anybody who teaches foil or make wigs or do anything but like i have so much more i want to share and i realized i was like i need to start teaching business so in my next course that i did and it was a two-day course called master stylist i did one day business one day hair and i charged a thousand dollars a ticket and it sold out all over the united states Damn. and i was like holy shit! there's a need for this and in that class, um, that's how my mastermind was born because, and oh my God, I'm learning so much from this conversation because now it makes sense to me even more. I'm, I have a breakthrough moment I'm going to share, but I was teaching all this information and it was almost like the two days we were together in the room, people were having transformations. They were having moments, they were crying, they were connecting and they were like sharing their biggest fears and feelings and all that. And it wasn't mushy gushy. It was just like, yeah, this is the problem that I'm having. And I thought it was this, but it's really this. And we were working through it together. It was a transformational class. And so many people message me from that and say like, yeah, I made six figures or yeah, I made 50 K more. or Yeah. I made 20 K more. or Yeah. Like I I've done this and, and they have had the transformation. So I wanted to provide a place that these people can connect. And what brought us together is hair. So what I did is I started a Facebook group. I charged $20 and I put hair videos, but it was mainly, I was selling it in my classes after they had taken that class. So I call it mastermind because I always say, give more than you take from this group. And people would like, it was really cool because like, you know, how in hair forms, people ask questions and you get all kinds of weird answers. Yes. It was really cool because like we were surrounding ourselves with people who had taken my education, who kind of had not like cult, like, cause it kind of sounds like a cult when I talk about it like that, but they had a similar no. point of view right. and a similar perspective. So you can really trust the, the answers. And that's how mastermind started and i was pushing it as hair videos and it was growing because of hair videos and i think when you get into that like greedy mindset of like how can i get the most people to sign up and you start making money it's just like you kind of lose the purpose right so i was teaching um i was like putting pushing the hair and i was sponsored by all these brands pushing hair pushing hair all of my time was hair 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 so it's just like okay well this is about hair but it's not about hair Right. It's about how can I get you to your transformation? Like any, you can look on YouTube to do your hair. If anyone wants to learn hair from me, I've got tons of courses and shit. You can learn all my hair techniques. It's all there. You can learn it. Um, but the real part of mastermind is how can I get you to grow and how can I get you to live the life that you want? So we started on Facebook. We had multiple horrible things happen. I got locked out of the group. We had 700 members. I got locked out of Facebook yeah, of my own group. Mm -hmm. 
And the best advice I can give you is if you want to do something like this, get a platform that you own or get a platform that has great customer support because I was locked out. So we moved to a different Facebook group. During that move, engagement just dropped because some people just don't realize and they don't check their email and it was just like such a disaster. So then after that, I was like, okay, well, let's move to workplace. So this doesn't happen again, owned by Facebook, punch me in the face. Like I did not even comprehend, like, why are you doing the same thing? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I thought it would have better support. It didn't. So we lost like half the members, even if the content was good, it was too confusing and people like simple You're over even. Yeah. So then I, um, and I talk about this because I don't want people to make the same mistake as me. There's room for everyone to be successful and you only need a thousand true fans. You only need a thousand people who believe in you and you'll make money. Um, it, it's really, you don't need everybody. Even need less. Like even less. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, if you had those Uber super fake, Oh, and you, and, but you invest in them too. You invest in everyone. Like even the clubhouses you do, like you a, are nailing it first and foremost. Like, I've never seen rooms get so big so quickly with so many new people. So you are bringing the people. So anyway, uh, I'll stop. It's, it, I'm just, I, I watch, I follow. I I, 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 I'm always in the bottom watching and listening. I like to listen because I do have to work because I can't host rooms so much because I have to work. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm going hard for this. Like I'm going hard to find the best time of day right now. I really yes. want to find the, nest, the best time of day. And I, I picked, I already picked Monday motivation at 8 a.m. on Mondays, Eastern time, um, because that's a really good time for me. And I oh. also see a problem with Clubhouse and I'm just going to say it, um, it yeah. really will cut into your mental health because okay. although we get a lot from it, it burns you out getting so much information. Um, so I'm trying to corner my spot and I hope that you do this too, if you are interested, because you oh. don't need to do every day, but find your time slot and just do be it. consistent. It For there, it's so about consistency. And then also who you bring in from, from, from my point of view, the, I got in with, there was like seven of us and we held these huge masterminds and just free content, free content, free content. And we'd be on like, WhatsApp talking about what we're going to talk about next and like creating and just like keeping it as informational as possible, you know, because all right, people can listen all day long, but they're not going to be able to implement it. So they're going to start looking for you. Yeah. And like what I really have to offer now is I have my mastermind group where it's going to connect you with people. I have tons of info in there. And then there I do the live coaching calls and I'm going to mm -hmm. do those once I run out of hair content, which I, I shot for three months. I have so much hair content, like phenomenal videos. Like it's just so good. Like it's so good. Like I have so much coming. So once I'm out of hair content, which I think will be 2022, um, I'm going to go in and do more, more live coaching so that when people on clubhouse, they sit there with me for two hours, they're like, all right, guys, we're going to mastermind 10 AM for more, you know, yeah. and I, I'm going to try to just like build it as a coaching group. And because I do want to help and mentor others, I want to have an impact that way. And I want to build those close relationships with people. So like now that like mastermind started as one thing, it morphed into something else. And then when the pandemic hit and when oh. we switched to Kajabi and we had to switch the payment provider, 
we went from 700 to 500 and we went all the way down to 100 subscribers and when, and that was when i went to rehab that was like right when i went to rehab i switched platforms i had my girl while i was gone do the switch because i couldn't handle it and god bless her because <laughs> I, I passed that right off i was like here Elise, please help me i'm gonna die lucky you need to give her an award i'm just letting you I know, know. Yeah, she's, <laughs> the she's the best but we we really converted about 180 people 100, 150 people. And, and you know, those are my true fans, the people mm. who will pay to work with me. And what people don't realize when they join Mastermind, they're paying my bills and paying my mortgage and making it so that the less I have to work to make money, the more free stuff I can give. So they're sponsoring me, like they're my sponsors. You know what I mean? So not only am I providing great oh. feedback and support in Mastermind, but they're paying to elevate the beauty industry. Anybody who sponsors me, and helps me invest in my business, like you know, it uh, helps me grow. It's helping me give for free, and and I don't, I don't like, I don't want to hustle for money. I really want to be able to give and just be okay, like where I can save for right. retirement and where I can, you know, do what I have to do and save money and put my kids through college. And it's not millions and billions of dollars, but anybody who supports me is supporting me going for free. So now that my mastermind group is where it's at, I'm able for a couple of hours a week to do clubhouse rooms. But if I didn't have that support, I would be behind the chair or doing coaching or making money right. that way. But in reality, it's really like, They're this is them. how I make my living. And the more support I have, and that's what I try to explain to brands too. And like, the more you can support me to let me do my thing, the more your brand is gonna look better and the more uh -huh. you can actually get. The content can look better. Just the content that you put out can look better just by the way we tie, just the setting up lighting. I understand. Oh my God. You're literally preaching to the choir. So I'm a little like, totally. yes, like you 100%. understand you have so oh. much to offer. And it's like when the, the brand doesn't understand or when you look for it in the wrong places. So like, I really like, once I make enough, once I have enough support, the quality will go up. Like I'll be able to have a pro video crew. I'll be able to do more live. I'll be able to have it edited nicely. Like I do everything. Like I edit my podcast. I could do more podcasts if I can delegate it to edit. Yes. You know, 100%. so I can do a podcast every day if I had the support to edit, market, promote, but like we'll get there, you know? Yeah. So Mastermind is really like my brand, my sponsor. They're like my biggest sponsor. But with that, they get so much value so they get there's like a hundred videos at least in there um that just on-demand education they can watch they have um the bi-weekly coaching calls those are great and you know i'm going to be doing more of that instead now i do monthly hair videos but as i shift it's it's going to be more business and life coaching and support and mentorship and growth and motivation and that's what people need you know they can watch hair anywhere there's way better hairdressers than me i'm a great hairdresser but like it's not what i want to, i've already done it it's not what i want to focus on anymore okay so now what is one thing in your mastermind that you hear all the time that makes you want to scream this educator says this what do you think I heard, or, or when I give advice and they say, well, this educator said this and I'm like, then go fucking follow them. <laughs> I don't like that because you know what? I believe that if you, first of all, like if your mentor hasn't done what you want to do. Yeah. Boop. I mean, 
you know what I mean? Like I have oh. so much experience and I add so much value and I give so much. So when somebody says, oh, well, this person said this, I'm just going to be like, then go follow that person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with somebody else's point. Do you value my opinion or not? And it's up to you if you want to make the decision. It's not up to me to convince you. I'm over it. Okay. See, I, I like, knew I'm we were totally, people. I'm totally over it. Like, I don't need to convince anybody anymore. Like, I know what I bring to the table. I'm not afraid to eat alone. I know what I have to say has value. And am I open for debate? Totally. But like... Not in my world. <laughs> Just if you like, why don't you say that in their group? Right, right. You know what I mean? And I will be your guiding light, but don't, don't try to make me win you over. Like, are you here? Are you committed or not? And I hope that my place, like they, I, cause I give so much that like sometimes it's almost like my fiance says this all the time. He's like, I told you to do that. And like somebody else will tell me and I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, uh, and I don't listen to him. My assistant's going to be very mad about this podcast. <laughs> she literally is like, I told you that. You didn't listen. I'm like, did you? <laughs> we have selective hearing from selective people. So it's really like, I always talk about the egg. If you've ever watched the egg on YouTube. Yes! <laughs> oh. We have, okay. Uh, you might be the, the female version of me. Um, I'm going to okay. die. So, but the egg, I always feel like we are each other. So if I treat someone like shit or they treat me like shit, it's just, we're, we're contacting each other in a different time. So <laughs> I okay, love I'm, you. I'm fine. I'm fine. This is a great podcast. This is awesome. We're, we're just going to take a small pause. I'm going to just take a beverage sip. I'm okay. Smelling happy. I'm not. Happiness. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, Okay. Wow, we can go on for hours. Okay, but um, okay, we're gonna totally flip this subject. When was the last time you cried and why? I can't say on here. Okay. Um, it will. I can tell you like times before that, but it won't be an honest answer. It's something I felt really left out of something, and it was very mean what happened to oh. me. And I cried like a little girl who wasn't invited to the birthday party. It sucked. I just can't say like the real reason. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. That, that's plenty. Yeah, that was okay. the real reason. And it was because I got left out. Like I was literally like getting picked last or not even considered. Like it sucked. I was just like, this fucking sucks. Like, and I sobbed. My fiance is just like, are you okay? And I'm just like, I'm not good enough. Like literally, like oh, it was, oh. oh, it sucked. Okay, all right. Um, what is the trait you are most proud of? My intelligence. I'm very smart. Like I literally, and I learn very quickly and pick up very fast. And I have like people have, and you know what? I can take a compliment because there's a lot of things I hate about myself but there's a lot of things I love about myself and people have made the comment to me so many times that I have to just take a look at it. You know, when someone says something to you a lot, you're just like, maybe you're right. People have said you have a very amazing and interesting brain. Like people have yes. said that statement to me maybe mm -hmm. 30 times in my life. Like, and that's a lot for someone to say like the exact yeah. same thing. And like, I think that, and that's why I'm, I love to be sober 
now because I feel like I gained like another 30% of my brain. Um, but I'm really proud of that. And I'm proud that I can learn from my mistakes. I do have lessons that keep reappearing. Like, and it's always like my biggest value is like love and belonging and connection and stuff. So sometimes I have bad boundaries and I give too much to the wrong people and I let them hurt me. And that is something that is a lesson. I just need better boundaries. Like I see it, I get it, I understand it. I know it's there, but I still fail. Um, and I'm getting better, but I feel like that's one of the things I'm definitely most proud of is being smart. And um, I feel like things I have to work on are like, you know, my boundaries and my delivery sometimes. Um, but then again, people kind of like that I'm just like a human being. So sometimes yeah. I'll be in like a business meeting with like really important people. And I just, this is what you, this is exactly what they get. And they don't know what to do with me. Yeah. Cause like, I keep it so real that you can't like fuck with me. It's like, uh uh, and I feel like I've lost opportunities because of that, but I also feel like I don't want to work with people who are like not real. You know what I mean? So, so did you really lose an opportunity? I don't think so, but See? like things, like things didn't go my way, and I'll question like maybe I need to be more professional, or I need to like polish myself better, or I need to work on my not saying fuck every meeting. You know what I mean? Like, um, okay, I I'm I'm older than you. So no, it, it, it is about being you now in this day and age, you have to be more who you are. I'm grandma giving advice over here. That's what this just turned into. I feel like no. you're the same age. How old are you? Why are you grandma? Old, old, old. I have a good doctor. I have a good doctor. Um, so girl, please. We don't talk about numbers. We only talk about how much we've paid. Um, so yeah, no. Mm -mm. So no, don't give it up. Please don't. I love it. Um, I'm I'm crass, you know. So don't no no no. It it it's gonna attract the people you want to be there. And that's why you're there, and that's how you're gonna be able to do a better job. Where you're Hi. too busy minding your P's and Q's, you're not doing the best work you can. Anyway, this is that is not what this podcast was for. But that's my two cents for you. Um, no, I take it. I take any advice I can get from anybody. I'm just so say, don't like be you. It's got you this far. Um, I should take my own advice. Oh, that hurt. Um, don't, like We always give this amazing advice and we're just like, why don't I do that? Uh, especially now with Clubhouse too, talking and like helping people and like having them have their breakthroughs. I'm like, holy shit, this is me. Oh, and, mm -hmm. Okay. What are four products that you have to have if you're on a deserted island? Like if, and it could be anything, but say you don't need like food and water and all that. Like, what are four products? Like coffee. Like, necessities? Mm -hmm. like I love coffee. Great. So much. How do you like, take it? So I'm going to go back to Bulletproof Coffee. Have you ever had Bulletproof Coffee? Ooh, wow. I forgot okay. about it. I yeah. forgot all about it. I don't know what my problem is, but I, <laughs> I take it with half and half, like an 8N or a 7N, mm -hmm. like a 7N. Yeah. Like not yeah. too light. No. Um, and then I do agave in it. That's my favorite. It's so good and it's not horrible for you. Okay. But I'm gonna go back to bulletproof coffee because I don't know why I don't have that. I don't I don't know why I forgot all about it for like two years. I think because you have to clean the blender and clean the blender fucking sucks. sucks. I'll just buy a new blender. <laughs> right? Right, just throw it away. Just I'll just get a new one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, so coffee. 
Um, you're gonna have to edit a deep question. No, are you kidding? I don't edit nothing. I'm not saying a hair product. I think that's stupid. I don't care. I'm not saying it. I don't. I this well, is for, I don't this do is... my hair. Like I don't. This is like what I like. I don't wear makeup or do my hair that much unless I'm going out or unless I'm shooting and I want to be like if it's gonna be like professional and on my page forever. Like I'll wear yeah. makeup and stuff. But as far as products, yeah. Is there a lip gloss? Is there deodorant? <gasps> you know what I mean? Like what's what's your thing? What's your thing that you're like? Oh, I gotta go back. Definitely chapstick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like definitely, definitely chapstick. My favorite one is the Pharmagel one. I don't know if you've oh, ever tried it. It is no. so freaking good. I have like 40, I bought like 20 of them and I keep them everywhere. So I'll have it in my car, my nightstand, downstairs, upstairs, like on my desk. I have them everywhere. I don't know why it's not here and it's stressing <laughs> me out now, but- um, Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So coffee, chapstick, I don't eat food and water. Nope, you don't need that. Like, weird. I love Moe's. Like, do you ever have Moe's? What's Moe's? It's like Chipotle. Have you ever had, like, um, yeah. mm -hmm. they're like burrito bowls, but I don't need okay. food. So I can't live without Moe's. I might go get it today if I have time. Um, if I'm on a desert island by myself, I don't need my coaching program to, I listen to my coaching program like all day, all the time. Wow. Okay. Can I ask why? I that much. My dogs, what's that? Why, why do you listen to it every day? So I'm, I'm training to be a life and business coach. And uh -huh. I've been training for like two years. Like I've had the course for two years, but I won't take the test yet. Like I just, I don't need to have a for? test. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to ever stop being a student of it, I guess. I don't know. But I, I listen to it all the time and I go back to it all the time. Um. Okay, well, you just need coffee and chapstick. You're you're a easy easy lady. Your man's very lucky. So. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, that is such a hard question. No. I don't know why. I and can't I don't want to see my mom either. I, guess my mom, <laughs> I don't know. No, that is definitely that's Ew, a made up answer. Come on now. <laughs> okay, so these. Okay, I don't know why I kept these two for the last one, but um, for whom would you most like to say sorry to, and why? I know I went deep. I'm sorry. Oof, my brother. Hmm. So my mom, my dad's an alcoholic and he's been in jail like our whole lives or like on his own journey, we'll say. And my mom worked 24 seven to support us. And I was a very hurt person. And like, I had to raise my brother and I didn't do a great job, but I didn't know I was like 12. So like, mm. I don't know. I just feel like I could have done better, but I didn't really know. And I just like want, I would say I'm sorry to him for not being the best mentor to him that I could be or as loving or as kind. Cause I was kind of just like a teenage girl or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have, I hold a lot of guilt for that, but he kind of knows that and we are working on our relationship together. So I think like that is like the most vulnerable I can be with that. Other than everyone, I, I pretty much make amends as I go and mm -hmm. So I've kind of already Great. said sorry, but I yeah. think that that's something anyone else in this call or in this uh, listening to this can like 
think like don't punish yourself for what you didn't know when you didn't know it um and a lot of times i'm touching my to, like, nose if anyone's caring i'm like that is <laughs> that's you 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 don't know until you know like if you can't and that's the world and that's why i feel like we're in this great education spot in the world everyone wants to learn but who are you learning from is the next my i just like to look at some receipts um okay so if you could bring back something that isn't extinct um in life what, what would you bring back what would you choose if okay robert crow means if you're listening he's my biggest mentor so this cd set i got when i was in beauty school it's always right here because i always show people it because it's like literally like what built me he doesn't make them anymore and i lost because i had so many cars growing up oh. i left a lot of the cds in the cars no. so i'm missing like a fuck ton of cds in this and i'm just like damn it like get it together gina like why weren't you better like why didn't you check the cd before you turn the car in and i bet they oh. just threw in the trash they don't realize how freaking no. important they are so no. I'm missing like six CDs of the 16, 17 disc set. So if I could bring anything back, I would be, I would only want one to be available so I can buy it and nobody else. And I would like for him to sign it again, but this is what I have. Okay. Oh. And nobody has a CD player anyway. So it's really just for the memories, I guess. <laughs> just the I listen to them so many times in the car that like, I know verbatim what they say, but just, I'm a perfectionist. So I wish it was perfect, but maybe. What's your sign? Gemini. Maybe it being imperfect is just as perfect. It represents my journey. Okay, so with that, what would you tell your younger self if you could? Like what was some kind of advice would you give your younger self? You're fucking going places, don't stop. Okay, all right. You're going places. And now for everyone. So I was so That's sad. Like, uh, just a, like, I'm not good enough. And I just wish I could tell myself, like, you're going places. Like, you're good enough. Like, there's a place for you in this world. And I'd give the same advice to everybody else. I was, I was going there too. So that was like the, the second half. Um, what would you tell people that want to be like you? Um, like, what, what kind of advice? So don't try to be me but do what I say, take my advice. Don't try to be me, take my advice. Because so many times we try to be these people and we, the best thing we could be is ourselves. you know? Cause like we try to be everybody else, but like we are all born with like this incredible, beautiful mission and purpose. And if we try our whole life to be like somebody else, we're missing it. And in your next life, you're not gonna grow as much as you could have. And then when you come back like the egg, um you're just not gonna have as much knowledge to like come back it's just it's so stupid be who you are say how you feel because those who mind don't matter those who matter don't mind be yourself everyone else is taken all those quotes like bring it back down to like take care of yourself be yourself you're here for a mission try to improve your conscious contact with god as you understand god yourself like who are you who's speaking to you who's giving you these answers and be yourself Everybody else is taken. I, ding. I mean, I, I I need like sound effects. Like literally, because this is, it, it's like slapping the, the you know, the mute button on Clubhouse. Like, yeah, <laughs> Literally, yes. 
That's uh, that's like my new tick now. Like I'm, already, I'm <laughs> oh. everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> if you're not on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse. Hello, get on Clubhouse. Um, so where can people find you? You know, where where <laughs> where do you where do you want people to go? How about that? <laughs> Clubhouse Mondays, eight a.m. Eastern. If you're on the West Coast, wake up early. No excuses. Just start your Monday early with me. And um, so Monday mornings, 8 a.m. You can find me in Mastermind. You can find me on Instagram at I am Gina Bianca. That's my big, big page. But I think that Clubhouse has so much value. And my so Instagram bigger. Too. Um, There's so much on Instagram, too. GinaBianca.com. Click the link in my bio. Whatever. You guys can find me. Oh, my gosh. I, I just have to say... <laughs> swipe up swipe up press the button press the button oh my <laughs> gosh this was absolutely great i i, I knew it was going to be fun but um any any closing words for anyone anything that popped in your head that you're like oh i missed it well i always say this and i know time is like the biggest unrenewable resource that we have and like when people spend time listening to like a 45 minute podcast episode with me on it. Like I honor your time. And I know there's so many people you can listen to and so many people you can spend that time with. So any time you spend with me, know that I don't take it for granted and I'll never let you down when it comes to adding value. Well, that's one way to end up podcast. That's for dang sure, everyone. So make sure you check her out. I'm sure you're going to see some things in the future. Um, and I'll have definitely have to have you come back on. So thank you all so much, Wig Hackers. You know where to go, what to do. And don't forget, make sure you make your wigs look good because you know I'm scrolling your Instagram. Thanks right. for tuning in to Next another time. exciting episode of Wig Hackers. I love talking all things hair and wigs. So if you have a question, come follow me on Instagram at Daniel Coy Official. I love helping and inspiring other hair artists. So don't be afraid to reach out. And remember, do your hair because if you're looking good, you're feeling better. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.